Oh. Oh no, I started it, so now I have to say all the yeah. things. Uh, I'm Jenny. I'm Mike. And this is And the Nominees Were, a podcast where we are watching every film ever nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. There you go. That's I all. Did I, it. Yeah, that's all I have to say. This is the end of our uh, second uh, miniseries. Yeah, good job, us. Yeah, we've done it. We've watched two whole years. <laughs> right? We did not quit. Yeah, we have not given up yet. Uh, We still have a long way to go. Yeah, we still have 88 years to go. 89. Dang it. Right now, because, yeah, because we started with a 90th and then there was a 91st afterwards. I know. Um, But we did it. We did two. We did. Um, That that seems like enough, right? (laughs) Ah, I'm canceling the podcast again. Again? Keep doing it. Um. We're always on yes. the bubble. Yeah. Uh, we're always on the verge of me just not being able to make the episode out on time. Uh, this episode, we're talking about Wings, the first Academy Award uh, for Best Picture, Outstanding Production. No, is it Outstanding yeah, Picture? Yeah, it's one or the other. Something like that. They're, uh, they're, uh, like I keep bringing up, they're basically interchangeable yeah. on these websites I keep going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was Wings, a 1927 movie. This first few years are going to be confusing right, because, because it's 27, it's 28, years, yeah. and, but most of these were 27. Um, should know Does all that mean stuff. the next yes. one is going to be mostly 28s, do you think? I think, yeah, possibly. I don't mm. know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, the movie is Wings, 1927 film directed by uh, William A. Wellman. Starring uh, Richard Arlen and Charles Buddy Rogers. What a name. Yeah, amazing name. Uh, I don't think Buddy was his real name, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was just everybody's buddy. Yeah. I have a, I have a friend, uh, a childhood friend named Buddy. Uh, his name is uh, Joseph, but he had an older brother who uh, couldn't pronounce Joseph, and so he just called him Buddy. And the name just stuck, and just everybody called him Buddy. Every single person in the entire school and teachers, everybody. Yeah. That's, well, there you go. Yeah. He's a lawyer now. Maybe uh, maybe his uh, clients call him Buddy. I have no idea. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. You know, that's a lawyer that you can trust. Mm-hmm. A lawyer who's your buddy. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's got, he's got uh, a built-in uh, a TV ad. <laughs> I hope. I, I don't think he's that kind of a lawyer. <laughs> But if he if he wants to be, I think it would it would work out well for him. Oh, you know who else is in this movie? Yeah, Clara Bow. That's true. It's uh, yeah, starring. She gets top billing over all of these guys because because she's, she's famous. Yeah, she she's was the in, it girl. Yeah, she was in the movie It, and then she that would just catapulted her to stardom. And basically, they had this uh, movie ready to go, and then she became famous, and they sort of retrofitted it to star Clara Bow. And you can kind of tell. <laughs> That this movie didn't originally have a Clara Bow in it because yeah. she basically she, has nothing to do. Yeah, she uh, genu- just legitimately disappears halfway through yeah. the movie. Uh, not even halfway through. She disappears after the first 15 minutes of the movie. Then, well, and then, then comes, comes back, back in the middle of the movie right. for another 15 minutes and then, and then leaves, disappears uh, yeah. again. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is an epic World War One flying drama. It's about uh, these two... Uh, American yo-yos. These just two ev- everyday guys. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that means. I just love the phrase American yo-yos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, you're, you're average Joes, if you will. Uh, and they just, uh, you know, war uh, begins and they mm-hmm. just uh, 
uh, decide to go off and fight in war and they decide they wanted to become want to become pilots and so they do yeah. and then uh yeah. war keeps happening and, yeah, yeah that's true um as uh, i was watching this movie i was like i think i remember seeing the remake of this movie pearl harbor um, but but uh, no, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite hold to it. But I remember when it was remade as Stripes with Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. Well, I mean, also no, because see, that's about some dudes who don't actually want to go to war. That's true. Uh, uh, this is about a dude who just wants to fly a plane, and he doesn't much care how it happens, honestly. Yeah. And another dude whose motivations are genuinely unclear to me at all times. Yeah, these two people. It was Their like, names are Jack and David. Jack and David. Jack, played by uh, Buddy Rogers, yep. is this sort of like doe-eyed, uh, innocent, just gung-ho guy. He's like, I don't know, like Archie Andrews. Uh, he's like Archie and Jughead, all rolled, in, uh, rolled into one. See... Uh, you're making him sound real charming. I'm gonna uh-huh. come right out with my hot take. He's a fucking idiot. Well, and yes. I hated him. You the know whole who else movie. is a fucking idiot? Is Archie Andrews. That's true. That's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Total imbecile. <laughs> you're not incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but he's he's just this guy. He's he's a bit of a gearhead. He like rebuilt a car to make it that's go true. real fast. Yep. Uh, but he's just sort of this gung ho guy. He's like, yeah, everything is nice uh, all the time. And then uh, David, uh, he's uh, sort of uh, uh, grew up yeah, across seems, town. He's yeah. It uh, seems initially like he's going to be the Reggie. To yeah, these kids, he's Archie. sort of the 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 rich kid who yep. has everything because he's rich. Yep. And seems just very disaffected all the time. It's like true. he just doesn't really care much well, about anything. Except he cares about his girl. Yes. He's in love with his girl and you know what? So is Jack. Exactly. Um but um, uh, she doesn't really seem to give a shit about Jack at all. No, she she does not. Yeah. Although um we should also point out here that this girl is not Clara Bow. Yeah, no. This is a different girl mm-hmm. altogether. And um yeah, the, but like right at the beginning of the movie, after um, well, Clarabo is uh, Jack next door neighbor Mary. Yeah, the girl next door. Right, and she's who, like a, you know they grew up together, so he basically doesn't see her as a sexual. Exactly, being. she's the Betty. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and uh, this other girl like Sue or whatever is Veronica. This is yep. this is all oh, man, just Archie. It's just Archie. Just Archie. Just Archie, Archie goes to war. Oh my goodness! Well, now I like it more. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie would be much better if it was Archie goes to war. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah, so, Claire Bow is uh, the girl next door who's right. just absolutely like, uh, head over heels in yep. love with Jack, even and though he's a goddamn idiot. He is a goddamn idiot, and uh, and she is uh, charming. Yes, uh, she quite is, charming. Uh, she is. She plays like a tomboy, which I didn't expect. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and like the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of this movie. She spends, like literally hops over a fence yeah. and throws herself in the dirt to yeah. talk to him and while the, he works in the car. And the beginning of this movie spends so much time uh, showing that Jack uh, doesn't think about this girl at all, basically. Right. yep. That, that, like, it successfully, I at times forgot that Clara Bow is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Right, yeah. You know, she she does play this girl-next-door type uh, quite well. Yep, it's true, it works. Yeah, but I didn't expect it, because I'd always heard of her, but I've never seen any of her movies. Yeah. And so I didn't expect that the first one I saw that she was playing... Uh, the tomboy who doesn't get the, the guy, at least initially, yeah. she does not get her man. Yeah, um... And I do think, I mean, I haven't seen it, um, but from all I've heard, she, like, you know, there were a couple different, like, 
female archetypes back in the day and she was really not quite the girl next door but she was she was kind of like an every girl you know okay. she wasn't like one of these like vamps that's uh, you know wrecked men uh, mm. and I, don't, I guess she was kind of a flapper Cause f- type right because i feel like without seeing any of these movies that's the impression that you get yeah and you're like oh this famous silent film star the it girl mm-hmm. you know you're like that she's one of those heartbreakers, one yeah. of those one of those women from the city, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like so Yeah, I, but I don't think that's how that was the case. I don't know that's though. Nice, though. Uh we should we should watch it. She was a show. nice girl. Yeah. And I liked her and I wanted her to succeed. However, uh what I was gonna say originally yes. is that after she hops over a fence and throws mm-hmm. herself in the dirt uh, to help him rebuild his car, he gets in his car and drives across town to steal David's girl. Yeah, pretty much. Literally picks her up out of the swing where they're swinging <laughs> together. Yeah. And puts her in his his roadster. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's he's. I uh, look. Um. I didn't want to say it. Mm-hmm. But he's a fuck boy. Sure. I think he is. All right. Not in the same way. It's a different a different flavor of fuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And like, here's the thing too. So, uh, Sylvia is the other girl. Okay, name. yeah, I, I forgot um, that. Uh, yeah, clearly. so, but, like, she's clearly, like, she and David are going out, mm-hmm. and, like, and I don't know, he, she gets in his car, like, once, and he's like, great, we're in love now. We <laughs> yeah. are in love. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he goes to see her before they go to war, and, um, and she's, like, you know, putting together a locket for David, mm-hmm. and and he just sees it and assumes it's for him. Yeah. And she doesn't, like, correct him. She mm-hmm. just lets him have it. And so then the entire rest of the movie is just like, he's like, oh, uh, my secret is that, you know, I'm in love with your girl and your girl loves me. And and his best friends, because they become, like, best friends. Yeah. Um, his secret is uh, that girl that you think loves you does not love you and has never loved you. She has always been in love with me. And she tells me so in letters literally all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we spent uh, uh, quite a, a couple minutes there talking about all these uh, the, the the women in these men uh, uh, men's life, mm-hmm. but uh, they're basically not in the movie at all. No, and this not. movie is kind of gay. It is quite gay. Yeah, uh, I found that refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> how, uh, just th- how gay this movie. This movie is. When, I, when I was looking on Wikipedia uh, just now, when I was googling it, uh, the first suggestion. Uh, after you type in Wings 1927, is Wings 1927 Kiss. Because this mm, is yep. the first film to feature uh, a, a same-sex kiss on screen. Yep. I don't think they kiss on the lips, but it's still... No, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty okay. sure he kisses him on the lips. Yeah. Uh, but he's, you know, like... Uh, yeah, spoilers, he's dying. He's dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's kind of funny. Like, when I saw that... I had to click it. I was like, being pals. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, I, I had to click on this because I was like, what? What kiss? And I was like, oh, yeah, they like kissed on the mouth. That's crazy. That's wild. Uh, As a side note, every time that I've been looking for GIFs for movies, mm-hmm. you know, that we've been watching, uh, any time that I put in the year, yeah. one of the hits is that GIF. Of them, of them kissing, kissing from wings. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have not. Yeah, we, even though I never put wings in the in the search bar on Twitter, <laughs> that GIF comes up every single time. Well, fair. Enough. I'm glad. I'm glad people are paying this movie some attention. Yeah. 
Uh, so they, like, 20 minutes in the movie, they, or even less, they go off to war. War is declared, yep. and they're like, yeah, we're gonna go fight, and then they just go off, uh, to train in the Air Force. Yep. And... Ooh, which, I want to talk about this. Do you, do you want to not do a very specific plot breakdown? Uh, I mean, I know you don't, but, like, I want to talk about this specific scene that happens when they first go off to training. Okay. But do you want to come back to it later? Or... Um, no, let's just go for it now. Uh, this, I don't, I guess there is a, this movie's two and a half hours, and I guess there is it enough plot. Long. There, I, well, it's two and a half hours, and there is a lot of plot in the movie, but... I feel like the basic summary of the, you could summarize this movie as being like two dudes go off to war yep. and one of them dies and that's it. That's the whole yeah, movie. It's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but what is this this scene uh, at the beginning? So when they first go to like flight training, yeah, uh, they get there and it's the two of them and this other cadet. Yeah, uh, cadet uh, Schwimpf. No, no, I'm no, uh, I'm, no uh, cadet White is the name. Oh, the this, other guy. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Schwimpf. I want okay. to talk about this German well, guy. Well, we can talk about Schwimpf This comic if you relief, want. this guy who just looks... I couldn't I couldn't decide whether he looked more like Danny Kay or Ralph Malf from Happy Days. <laughs> I decided he was kind of both of them. Yeah, uh, and right. he's uh, this just German guy, and everyone's like, a German? Ugh, no. And he's like, nah, I'm, I love America. And he's always oh, tearing yeah. off his shirt, and he's got his America <laughs> tattoo in his arm. Genuinely? But everyone, until you said that, because you brought up this character before we started recording, and I was like, I don't remember who you're talking about. I do not remember this character. And then you said that, and I'm like, oh yeah, America Tattoo. Yeah. Yep. That's he's it. Great. That's all I remember. Yeah, he's not in the the movie that much, but like he's he's the comic relief is early on in the movie. Is he also the one that gets drunk with them in the middle? Or is that somebody no, else? No, okay. somebody else. Just some rando? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, I love uh, this guy. This whole like see, for like fifteen minutes, the I, I I thought of it as it's the police academy section of the movie right. where they're all going off into training, and I, I I legitimately thought for half a second that it might be like a whole police academy stripes thing where there's like a whole uh, cast of of weirdos right. that are all yep. in the in the army together. Uh, but not really. It's no. just these two dudes yep. until they meet the third dude, uh, Private White. So they get to this little tent, and it's the two of them, and this guy who's sleeping, and then he turns around, and he gets up, and he's fucking devastatingly handsome, and it's because he's fucking Gary Cooper. But, so, this is the thing. So they have this conversation where they talk about, um, you know, like, luck, and this guy, you know, they have, they have their good luck totems, and, like, Jax's this locket that he stole from this girl, and David's is this tiny bear who tiny bear is the star of, star of the movie, mm-hmm. honestly, as you can imagine for me, uh, that his mom gave him. Uh, but and he's like, I don't have luck, you know. Uh, when your when your time's up, that's it. And and mm-hmm. and I don't know the sky kid. I don't remember the fuck he says because none of the lines in this movie make any goddamn sense. They're all just uh, the most purple they can possibly be at any given moment. But he's like, mm-hmm. you know, death comes for you whenever it wants to. I don't know. Whatever he says. Mm-hmm. And then he immediately goes off into the sky and crashes and dies. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, but I was very taken aback by this whole thing because, like, because I don't know anything about Gary Cooper. I've seen, like, one movie he's ever mm-hmm. been in. Uh, and and as soon as he, like, stood up into that frame, I was like, oh, my God, that's a movie star. <laughs> I was like, look at that movie star. That's Is he going to be in the rest of this movie? No, he no, dies no. immediately. 
That's fair. I've never really been able to get a handle on Gary Cooper, the movie star. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the the big movie star from the 30s and 40s that I always just sort of forget exists. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I know who Clark Gable is. I've never even seen a Clark Gable movie, <laughs> but I know exactly the kind of guy he plays in all these movies. Mm-hmm. Wait, I saw a Clark Gable movie once. <laughs> but yeah, all these all these early guys. And Gary Cooper, I think I've seen a Gary Cooper movie. I have no idea. I didn't know that I had until I <laughs> looked on Letterboxd to make sure that that was him playing that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't know. Um, I had seen his name in the credits, but you know, it's low down and it makes sense because he's only in this one scene yeah but um but i was like maybe it's just coincidence that you know somebody who got famous is in this movie as as just the most attractive person in the movie who immediately dies <laughs> uh oh the other movie is ball of fire that's the oh other. Yeah. yeah we watched that together in a movie yep. theater yep mm-hmm. completely forgot gary cooper was right. in it <laughs> well right yeah exactly so did i but that's why I didn't know it until I looked mm-hmm. this up on Letterboxd. But yeah, but this was just fascinating to mm-hmm. me. That like, it felt like, I don't know, like they, because it, it felt like they just had like, they had something there and then they just threw it in the trash <laughs> and continued <laughs> on with the rest of the movie as planned. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it sticks with you. I guess that's they, true. They cast this super track. Well, I mean, I don't know why they didn't cast him as like, I don't know, David or something. Right. Because uh, this this guy, Richard Arlen, uh, I've never never seen a finer uh, plank of wood uh, star in a movie. Uh, I. That's fair. I didn't. I didn't think he was he was bad. I I. I mean, for one thing, uh, I liked his character infinitely more mm-hmm. than the main character yeah. of the movie. I mean, I didn't think he was a bad actor. I just thought he didn't act or no. move his face really he often, at all. Yeah, he often uh, does not move his, his, his face. His signature move is to look like a sort of uh, off to the side of the camera uh, is sort of a, a blank, open face uh, yeah. where he yep. just does, makes no effort to uh, move his face I think or I would think say, thoughts at all. I would say he uh, furrows his brow slightly and that's it. That's that's his one move that he has in this movie. He furrows his brow slightly, so you know he's having an emotion of some type. Are you just doing it right yeah, now? Because yeah, it's 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 uncanny. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I just yeah. I just tried as hard as possible to not think about anything at all. Yeah, and that's uh, that's mm-hmm. the perfect way to capture that Richard Arlen uh, yeah, magic. It's true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, but but like but God, like Jack is such an idiot. He is. He's a dumb idiot. I, like uh, and he just he doesn't stop. Yeah. He's just aggressively about himself at all times. Yeah. It's the worst in the middle of the movie when they uh you know, they, they go off, the two of them have like some big mission and they succeed and it's great and they're mm-hmm. commended. And so they get and so uh, they go to Paris and leave, get yeah. And, yeah, they right, they get leave and they go to Paris to get just absolutely wasted. Yeah. Um and uh, uh sleep with ladies. Yeah. As yeah. you did, you're yeah. you're young. You never been uh, outside your tiny little town. Uh, yeah. What else are you gonna do but uh, drink champagne and sleep with prostitutes? Right, exactly. And um, and I I have never wanted to strangle a fictional character like I did him in this scene, where he's just 
He like doesn't. He's just so drunk, and just all he cares about is bubbles. Yeah, he's literally uh, yeah. the bubbles. He sees no. the bubbles pop out of the uh, the champagne. Yep. and he's like, "Ooh, I like bubbles," and then he just starts seeing bubbles everywhere yep. and everything. Just full on hallucinating, pink elephants on parade style. Yeah. Uh, it's it's quite amusing uh, for the first couple of minutes, and then it just continues to do this for like fifteen minutes yeah, or so. Exactly. It's, like while um, uh, Mary mm-hmm. is there, she's in the the women's motor corps. Yeah, uh, she drives medical supplies and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, she finds out that you know everybody's been called back to the front mm-hmm. because they're going for the big push, and she's got to get these guys back from their leave because they're they're too drunk to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's trying to get him to to go back so he doesn't get court martialed, mm-hmm. and he cannot be reasoned with. Even a little bit. Yeah, and then eventually, like, she drags him to, uh, I guess, his hotel room, uh, try to get him to, like, sober up, and then she's, like, changing, and some, like, uh, military people barge in, and they're like, oh, I see what's going on. You know, uh, we can't have that uh, in the, the women's motor corps. You're, you're going to have yep. to leave. Yep. And she's like, but I didn't do... Oh, fuck you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> she can't even... She just knows that she has no way to argue. They're yeah. never going to believe it, because it's the dumbest fucking story. Yeah. Because, like, this is the thing, too. Is there's, you know, it's like a weird side thing where, um, you know, he won't... Uh, he won't talk to her when she shows up because, mm-hmm. first of all, he I, doesn't recognize her. Yeah, I don't her. think he knows who she yeah. is. Um, and uh, so they don't even get to be like, yeah, look at me. I'm doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a job in the army. I'm important. Uh, no, because he, he does not recognize that she's even there because he's too preoccupied with this prostitute. Mm-hmm. And um, so she goes to like a dressing room and cries, and a lady who works at the, the Follies Berger like, gives her a dancer's dress yeah. uh, covered in sequins so that she can shimmy and make bubbles mm-hmm. and, so, and get his attention. Um, but so, and like, you know, how are you going to explain that to the military commanders? Be like, yep, yeah. I just had, I had, you know, my friend is so drunk. I had to dress as a dancer. And you know yeah. what? This sounds stupid even coming out of my mouth. I'll just go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, at multiple points in this two and a half hour long uh, movie, it sort of uh, flirts with uh, much more interesting stories Mm-hmm. And then decides to uh, discard them in favor of the tale of this uh, complete idiot and uh, his best friend, the talking tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as they just sort of uh, stumble their way through World War One. Yep. And uh, yeah, like, uh, as you mentioned, like Mary, uh, because uh, Jack, like, like Mary... Because Jack left him with, like, his souped-up car that he made, she gets into cars, and then she joins the women's motor corps, and she's, like... I feel like, like she was already into cars. She might have been. Uh, and then, like, you you know, you see her, uh, you know, driving this big truck, and she's just being in war and being awesome. Right. And it's amazing, and, uh, you know, you just want to watch a two-and-a-half-hour movie about yep. a woman in World War One, yep. like, having just a job. Dr- yeah, just driving a medical truck. Yeah, uh, and, you know... Uh, and then, and then maybe you know she makes these two boys fall in love with her or something. You know, some sort of conflict there. I was gonna and, say that's um, the one thing, and I, I'm just gonna say this, that's the one advantage that Pearl Harbor has over this is they brought the woman to the war yeah. that both of the men were in love with. You know, because in that Kate Beckinsale is a nurse; mm-hmm. she's an army nurse, yeah. so she's there for the both of them to fight over <laughs> instead of just being at home. 
basically non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's even some, uh, you know, there's some good conflict stuff with uh, Jack and David. Uh, you know, they, they become fast friends. But they're but they, well, when they uh, first go to the Academy, they uh, I think Jack doesn't like David because uh, he thinks he's trying to steal his girl. Right. Who is not his girl at all. Right. Uh, he's she's David's girl. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, the film dispenses with that within like uh, two or three minutes. Yeah. Uh, instead, uh, then he's just like, you know what? I like you. You've got Moxie or whatever. Yeah. And then and you're, like, we're going to be best friends. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> That's yeah. basically this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, uh, this, and the story is kind of just, I don't know. Uh, we one thing we did not talk about is oh. that there's a lot of dog fights. Is yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we should talk about the flying sequences, which are, uh, which are still very stunning. That's true. In a way, uh, you know, this movie is really notable today for the fact that they uh, they filmed these uh, dog fights in the air for real. Mm. You know, they uh, they got up there in planes. Uh, they got the actors up in these planes above the clouds. Uh, you know, when you see uh, the shots of uh, of these guys in the cockpits, they were up there in planes. I did not realize that. Yeah, I didn't realize the actors were actually in planes. Yeah, it in was the like sky. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like uh, it's it's like how they did it in Dunkirk. You know, they uh, like the these planes are built with like t- you know two uh, two cockpits basically, right. and you just. You know, depending on what angle you want, he's either sitting in the front one or the back one, ah. and, uh, and while someone I, else I is driving tell, the plane, I could tell that all of the you know the actual fighting was happening. Yeah, but I it never occurred to me that the actors were up there. Oh, I yeah. assumed that they were you know on a rig. Like, I think once or twice for like like oh, there's a shot like of, there's like a there's like a real close up so you can like see. It, like, like his somebody face. getting shot, or, you know. uh, yeah, like once or twice, there's like a close up that's clearly like on the ground reprojection, but but no, they're up there for for most of it. That's wild. Yeah, and uh, I do th- I do think though, that, like I mean, uh, these are quite spectacular to watch, but they're not quite uh, spectacularly staged. I think because. Yeah. Uh, they wanted the realism of being up there so much, right. and like William Wellman, he was actual actually a combat pilot in World War One, and so he knew what it was like, and he wanted it to be that way. Um, but I think because you know that wanting to do it that way, that sets up you know a certain amount of limitations, especially for a movie in 1927, and I think uh, it does hamper the the storytelling a little bit. Like you know, uh, it, there's basically like four or five different types of shots of mm-hmm. yeah, uh, of, of airplanes right. and they just sort of mix them up yeah. uh you know in whatever order for this scene yeah i agree with that yeah, it's, I, um, it's really impressive but i'm not sure like uh, you know the this sort of filmmaking techniques would be improved right uh, uh if you're keeping track um uh it was during one of the dog fights that i fell asleep during this movie Knew it. No. <laughs> I woke up when it was over. I'm like, oh, good. We won. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Back um, to the plot. Yeah. Uh, like there even is. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, but I kept waiting for there to be one. Yeah. yeah there wasn't. Yeah. Basically, the, the biggest plot stuff comes... Uh, 
I guess it's probably the last, like, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes of the yeah. movie is, like, this big battle that they're called back from, you know, leave to come fight in. They hear mm-hmm. about this, you know, big German push. And so they get everybody back. And uh, there's some quite... Uh, there's some, you know, uh, interesting stuff in the air. And then I think um, David is shot down. Yep. Well, uh, you have to mention that, you know, they just fought before this because... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that, this is when the uh, the girl stuff comes up. Right. This uh, is when it finally comes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is, like, they never talk about it yep. except for this one scene. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I think it's... And Jack um, is like, you know, I've been keeping this secret, but I'm in love with Sylvia and I think she loves me. And David, instead of, like, a normal person being like, yeah, about that, and, like, giving him this letter that he's carrying from Sylvia that's like, I don't know what the hell this guy's on about. Yeah, I think he's Um, decided he can never know about this uh, this love. Right. And so, like... So, instead... Well, okay, so so he uh, somehow... I think Jack gives David, like, the the picture to show. He, like, takes it out of the locket. Right. And shows it to him. Oh, yeah. And and shows it to him. And then, uh, you know, on the back of the photo is an inscription to David... And so, uh, which means Jack, this idiot, has never taken this photo yeah, out and right. looked at it. Uh, and so, like Jack is like, "Hey, uh, cool. Uh, let me have the the picture back, the thing that I gave you." And David's like, "No, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, come on, just give it, just give it back. It's it's mine. I literally just gave it to you." And then he's like, "Uh, uh," and he just and rips just it, rips it up, <laughs> and like. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, How is this was, better? Yeah, I was How like, "How is this better?" I and I even said that I'm like, "That's the that's the craziest choice you could have made in yeah. that moment." Okay, and so like Jags just looking at him like like he's literally gone insane. Right? Like, like did you just have a psychotic break? Why yeah. are you tearing up my photograph? Yep. And like I just told you that this was my good luck charm, and yeah. you just ripped it up, and he gets real mad. Uh huh. And then they and so they, yeah they have a fight. They don't do their it, normal uh, before yeah, every flight. They go they say like all. Set okay, okay, which is like the the least interesting uh, yeah, exchange right, exactly. you could have. That's true. Uh, oh, it's our signature thing where we just you know say <laughs> right. normal things that every pilot should say. Right. Exactly. And also because of this fight, David forgets Tiny Bear. Yeah, and his good luck uh, and it charm. ruins his life. Yeah, uh, in that he gets shot down. Yeah, he gets shot down. He's behind Emily and and behind Emily lines. Uh, <laughs> That's the porno version. <laughs> How has nobody ever made a porno movie called Behind an, an Emily Lines? Because <laughs> it's too hard to say. Apparently. That's why nobody's done it. Um, nobody's done Emily Lines. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, and he's almost captured by Germans. They think they uh, shoot him, but he sort of, like, falls backwards into the river and sort of plays like, dead a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, swims away into the reeds, like yeah. in the animated Robin Hood. Like... <laughs> Or uh, the Prince of Egypt. Uh, no, not Does really. that happen? Oh. I don't know. Uh, there's, you know, he's oh, a well, baby he's in a in river. He's in the reeds yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, and, and he's sort of, uh, uh, you know, they all think that he's dead. They they actually get word of it because the Germans right. say like, oh yeah, we shot this guy. Yeah, we they, saw him die in like, the river. Yeah, yeah we the, shot um, the like head of the German air thing, whatever that they've yeah. been chasing, literally sends them like a letter saying, hey, we shot down this guy. Yeah. Like, personally uh-huh. them a letter it's it's i thought that was wild that was like way to rub it in man yeah. uh and uh and so david he's sort of like uh, while this whole big fight is going on there's you know big battle on the ground and on the in the air 
uh, David is stumbling around trying to find his way back, and he stumbles upon again. This is the single best part of the entire yeah, movie. It's true. Uh, he stumbles upon the German Air Force base and runs up, punches a mechanic <laughs> in the face, and steals a goddamn plane. Yep, yep. And they're steals all shooting. The pl- and, they're yep. shooting at him, and he, and he just, shoots yeah. stuff and like and takes off, and, does, and it's great. He yeah, does a, this is amazing. Yep. yep. He finally, he finally achieves something yeah. good for him. Not enough uh, people in movies steal planes. I agree. There should be more plane theft. Uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> because, like, how are you going to stop them? Yeah. Well, with other planes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but they uh, don't successfully do it. Yeah, in this thing, you know, uh, after the big uh, aerial battle where, you know, Jack, uh, he sort of wins, saves the day. But yeah, then Jack is wild with grief, though, yeah. we should mention. During yeah, so he, you. like, he goes on a real tear. He's just shooting every single German uh, yep. plane he sees. Uh, and then, guess what? He sees yep. one last German plane really yep. making a... Uh, a run for uh, for, for the American for the American yeah, base, yeah. and so he he guns him down, and uh, there's a whole thing where uh, David is like trying frantically to be like, no, it's me, I'm, yeah. I'm David, but like uh, there's yeah, absolutely there's no, no way right. that would work. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he needed like a white flag or something. Yeah, he did, you know, he didn't he didn't think that yeah. far. So Jack uh, shoots his best friend down. Yep, uh, and he crash lands, and uh, and. He basically dies just a couple minutes uh, later, uh, and that's when uh, they have the the big tearful thing. Yep. Uh, Jack puts his hand on his head and ruffles his hair. Yeah. And kisses it's... him on the mouth. Yep. And yep. Uh, just, just you know, just friends. They're, yeah. They're just, they're just the, the best friends. They're just they're just best friends who like to kiss on the mouth. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what well, you're making it weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but so anyway, so David dies. Yeah. Um, and I honestly feel, I feel for a while like Jack is not made to feel bad enough about this because David like absolves him. He's like, no, nah, man, you, yeah. you're doing your job. Yeah. He's you like, sh- no, you were shooting down the Germans. Yeah. He's like, no, like, honestly, it, it was really actually like pretty good. Like I was in a German plane <laughs> and like you were shooting at me. No, like good, good way to go, man. Yeah. Way yeah. To go, right. <laughs> I mean, like, it, and I was thinking this even before this happened. Like, as soon as he stole this German plane, I was like, "This is a terrible plan." Mm-hmm. Like, this 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 boy is bad at plans. Yeah. Um, um. But you know, you at least fly it a little bit, and then like maybe set it down. You know, maybe don't try to fly it into the American the yeah. air zone. Yeah. Like, I don't know, whatever. Um. Anyway, so then they go. Uh, Jack goes home. Uh, mm-hmm. they give him a parade. Uh, yeah, but he's sad. And there is a quite wonderful scene where he's got to uh, he visits uh, yeah, David's parents exactly. and gives him back the the teddy bear. Yeah, that and we didn't scene mention like nice. uh, yeah at the beginning of the movie, uh, you know, David apparently had this teddy bear when he was a real little kid, but like didn't know uh, that they had kept it, and he just like it falls out of like a, bo- a box that his mom had, mm-hmm. uh, and I think she doesn't want to let it go, but he's like, no, nah, I'll, I'll bring it back. Uh, mm-hmm. And then comes back, but not uh, with him. Right, and uh, and she just that the the lady, the mom, just acts it so good. Mm-hmm. And I had feelings. I I cried. Yeah, yep. And uh, and like and she's like, oh, I wanted to hate you, but but you know, but like, but he's sad too, and mm-hmm. like I don't know, whatever. So it's they, they, it's nice. I did wonder in that moment if uh, if anybody told uh, David's parents that Jack had literally shot him down out of the sky. Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured because she says I want like I wanted to hate you. Well, but, but she could have said that even just because he came back. 
Maybe, and, yeah. And, and I don't know. Didn't. It's really weird. Yeah, he is like definitely treated as this like hero, I guess, because he did, you know, uh, he was like sort of single handedly uh, responsible for getting all those German planes out That's of the true. sky and that one yeah. thing. And, but and also, he, and he, he shot down those big balloons. Yeah. That was the, I think that was the mission that they were running when they got separated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but he did, uh, he got those balloons, but he did a shitty job keeping track of his wingman. He literally didn't know where he mm-hmm. was after he was done shooting the balloons. Yeah. Down. Well, they didn't, so. they didn't know what a wingman was back then. You mm. know, they didn't, uh, they didn't do any of that Top Gun shit, <laughs> which, uh, a Top Gun is just this movie, but even gayer. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think that might be true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it that well. No, me neither. I know. I would like to see it. Uh, as an adult with a with a taste for gay mm-hmm. action movies. Yeah. So. Um, uh, what do you think is the amount of times we have said gay? Uh, only a handful okay. of times, yeah. I think. I don't know. Okay. I mean, because I mean it in uh, all positive ways. Yeah, but... you, you, uh, you actively want movies to be gayer in I, general. I, I, je- I honestly do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I have to admit that I didn't really pick up on the uh, the the gayness of this movie upon first watch. It wasn't until like thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, it was pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, but that's me. You know, I'm I I don't I don't pick up on that stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anyways, so so that's wings. No, um... yeah, I mean, I guess we basically <laughs> talked about the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie, it's, it's a weird mix of, uh, very remarkable and very unremarkable. Oh Uh, yeah, the one thing that we did forget, because the movie itself treats it almost like an afterthought, mm -hmm. is, you know, Jack and Mary get together in the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who cares? Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Mm Um, yeah, this movie... It's interesting. Like I like when we watched it. I don't. I was I was bored a little bit, but I enjoyed it. I enjoy, right. I don't think this is a bad movie. No, I don't think so. But either. it is at least half an hour too long. Right. And I do think that uh, that there are a couple of more interesting stories hiding in this movie that they don't seem to be interested in. Yeah. They pick the two least interesting characters and try to actively make them less interesting as the movie goes on. It's true. Um, But it's, it's wonderful to look at. Those flying scenes are really interesting. Um, I like, I like Buddy Rogers. He's got a, he's got a nice presence there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I uh I couldn't say whether or not I mean I guess he was likable enough, mm-hmm. but I hated the character so much that I genuinely couldn't tell you whether or not uh he was any good yeah. in it. Uh apparently he was really drunk in those scenes in <laughs> Paris. Really? Uh yeah, cuz he drunk for realsies. Yeah, he was you know 22 and had never like drank any alcohol before, <laughs> so like they kept giving him giving him real champagne. Because uh, they thought it was funny. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is things? the most aggressively irritating part of the entire movie. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. although just like real drunk people, <laughs> aggressively irritating. Yeah. Uh, although this... Clara Bow gets to wear a pretty dress in that part. So. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it, it that sequence does have maybe the single best. It's certainly the most I think 
iconic moment from this movie is there's a, uh, a great uh, tracking shot in the in this uh, Parisian uh, nightclub uh, where it just uh, it, it goes through all of these different tables uh, with all these characters uh, just doing basically any every single conceivable thing that you would do yeah. in a nightclub. There's yep. two people. Uh, basically making kissy faces at each other and there's like uh, one woman who like uh, throws it a throws drink at some guy's yep. face mm-hmm. uh, and, and it all and it, uh, all is going directly to uh, to Jack just being as drunk as humanly possible yep. at the end of it and it's yeah, very that shot is, go- is yeah, cool though and I, I believe it is it's directly referenced probably in a number of things but most recently I remember uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi there is a, a shot in uh in Canto Bite, uh, mm-hmm. that's just going through all of these tables. Uh, okay. Yeah. When when they're when they're trying to find the high roller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly when. But okay. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and then unfortunately that scene is twenty minutes long. Right. <laughs> Possibly longer. I don't know. Yep. Everything in it's this as movie. As long as a dog fight. Yeah. And they're so long. They are really long. Yeah, this this movie, it should have been like ninety minutes. Really, yeah. it's two and a half hours. It's I feel ridiculous. like you could have gotten away with two hours. Yeah, but even then, it's like this is the thing with the dog fights is they're really cool, but they're they feel interchangeable. Mm-hmm. You know, because like you said, there were only so many different shots that you could get. Yeah, and there's really I think there's only like what two dog fights really two main I ones. I think yeah, there's like two main ones. I think there's a third one. I think there are three of them, but I'm not a hundred percent. I kind sure of combine the like at the at the end. There's like there's one battle and then well, like a true. second then, one with right. with Jack and David. Yeah. But I kind of they kind of feel the same, you know. That's true. Um, but yeah, I do think the uh, William Wellman. Uh, he really, I, I, I think the, uh, if this movie works at all, it's really because of the direction. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's some like you know amazing things like that one tracking shot and the fact that he you know insisted they do all this stuff for real in mm-hmm. the air. Um, <clears throat> and I remember the, uh, this great story that I heard um, in this uh, TV documentary called Hollywood, which is all about just silent films. It's a great thing from the seventies. There was, I think it was an interview with William Wellman, and he said that uh, when he was staging this uh, this big the uh, the big battle scene, I think he was staging one of the ground scenes. Uh, it was like the most complicated day of shooting. They had like eight cameras up, and that was a day that like an executive from Paramount was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, while uh, while Wellman was like trying to get all this stuff set up, uh, or like while, like while they were actually shooting. Uh, this executive like said something to him, like interrupted him, and uh, like something happened where like uh, he the explosions didn't go off at the right time, and like a couple of some men were like injured, not heavily, mm. but it's the uh, and you know he, this guy just sort of you know ruined shit, and uh, and well, I mean just just like tore into him, just like yelled at him for like five minutes straight uh not knowing that he was an executive at paramount and then he was told and then he was like oh shit i guess i'm never working in hollywood ever again he just spent hours like pacing in his hotel room uh, wondering what the hell's going on and then the this guy like came to his hotel room and and said uh 
Uh, well, I, you know, one of the reasons the executive came down was like they'd been shooting for like six, eight months, like longer than any movie at the time. It was cost, mm-hmm. it cost like two million dollars to make this movie, which was way too much at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but then the this guy came in and he's like, um, "You really handled uh, yourself well. Today. Uh, take as much time and as much money as you need." Uh, like, <laughs> Clearly, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Clearly, you can handle all this stuff, and uh, and we don't. We can't. <laughs> right. Um, so well, that's, that's good. Nice. That works yeah. out. But yeah, I guess let's talk about uh, this movie as Best Picture winner. This sure. is the movie that won Best Picture. We watched uh, six movies. Three of them were competing in a completely separate category. But because the Academy is like, no, nah, this is the only category. Right. This is the best picture. This is now the best picture. Yeah, this is over canonically Sunrise. the best picture. And yeah. it's it's not. It's no, not it's the not. best picture. No. I think it's better than like the some of these. It's it's better than the racket. It's better than the racket. <laughs> it's better than the racket. Uh, it's better than Chang. Yep. It's uh, better than Chang. I think that um, might be it. <laughs> it's um. Well, do you want to? Do you want to do you want to do, uh, yeah, do, we can do the rankings? rankings if yeah, you want. I guess yeah. let's, uh, let's uh... we're kind of segueing into it. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, just... did you have yours uh, written down? Yeah, I I, I, okay. I listed mine, so I got to pull it up. Oh, that's um, right. I did that as well. Okay, well, let's... I probably could have done this from memory, but I uh, to to make sure I get it right. So yeah, do you want to do your uh, your top six? Sure. Here, yeah, we're just gonna do them straight. I feel like they're yeah, gonna be just do them they're gonna be quite them. similar. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I remember I said, oh, you know, I didn't go back and change this, so I'm going to have to stick with it. Okay. I, I remember, uh, you know, saying that the real mystery was how on brand was I going to be? And the answer is very on brand. Uh-huh. So my number six is Chang. Uh-huh. Uh, it has bears in it. Yeah. But, but they also kill a lot of big yeah. cats. Um, disrespectful. Hmm. Uh, number five is the racket. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, it's... It's just not particularly interesting. You know, yeah. it's, it's not terrible. It's just not yeah. particularly interesting. Uh, number four is Wings, this movie right now, uh, mm-hmm. because it's it's also not particularly interesting and it's so long, so very long, <laughs> yeah. but it, it has more interesting parts in it and I had an emotional response to it that mm-hmm. I did not have to the racket. Yeah. Uh, number three is The Crowd. Okay. Um, Which, you know, I, uh, I respect I respect the crowd the more time I spend not having to watch it. <laughs> yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Sunrise. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, uh, because I, I really did like it, though. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But um, but ultimately, in my head, it is an art film, and I like that. But I like Seventh Heaven more. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I enjoyed it on a personal level. It was like, it's like I watched a... A real nice, a real nice weepy, you know. Mm-hmm. And even though I did not, it did not weep in Seventh Heaven. It did not have that yeah. moment in it. But um, but yeah, but it's um, speaks to it speaks to my friend. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, my number six is Chang. Mm-hmm. For yeah, it's uh, it's it's barely a movie. Uh, it's interesting to watch, but. That's not the kind of thing I want to watch all the time. My number five is The Racket. This one is a Hollywood movie. Uh, that's about it. It's yeah. got a story, and the story's kind of fun, but yeah, very slight. My number four is Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's an amazing production, and it just should have been better. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, my number three is Seventh Heaven. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's very good. I very, uh, no, enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I can definitely understand, though, why you would like both of these other movies more, because they are both more artistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My number two is The Crowd, and number one is Sunrise. Okay. Uh, I mean, Sunrise, I just think it's, it's just... Uh, it's unparalleled. I, I think it's uh, it's better than uh, probably a majority of Best Picture winners. <laughs> I, uh, and this is me, again, on my shit, mm-hmm. uh, being like, I mean, of course Sunrise is the best one out of all of them. <laughs> like, obviously, that I can't dispute that it is the best movie that yeah. is here, but it's just not my favorite one. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, is knowing what uh, you like and what you don't like. Uh, you don't have to like a movie just because everybody says it's the best movie ever made, you know? If you'd rather watch uh, Seventh Heaven, that's great. Uh, Seventh Heaven is very good, by the way. If you were like, my number one is The Racket, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, what's going on? I'd be like, I just, I just love them. Love Crazy that crime. Ga- you love that crime. Just love that guy's nose. Yeah. <laughs> just love it when people do crime. Yeah. I love that kid from the Omaha Bee. I mean, I do love it when people do crime. You do. You really do love yeah. it when people do crime in mm-hmm. movies. Crime's great. <laughs> All crime. All crime in general. Every <laughs> That's, We're going to take that out of context. Yeah. That'll, be, that'll be the full quote. All crime yeah. is great, Mike Prolo. Yeah. Uh, if I were uh, if I were a Latina uh, representative from yeah, New York. Right. That be... <laughs> that, yeah, that would happen immediately. Yep. Somebody they, would be just... waiting to be like, yeah. he says crime is great. Where's the most unflattering picture of Mike <laughs> we can find? <laughs> yep. Where he looks like he's about to do a murder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so we have now uh, watched... Two best picture. Uh, we have watched two years of best picture. We watched the first one and the and the last one, but not really. You, you know. Uh, oh, I just wanted to comment real yeah, quick before sure. we move on because we you know went in and did our lists. I do think I'm not surprised that this movie won best picture because yeah. it's such a a big production. Yeah, it's such a you know I such almost an achievement. You know. You know I almost suspect. I you know I feel like uh, like how. In later years, especially in the 60s, uh, with all those like bloated musicals that no one went to go see, uh, you know, there'd be like whisper campaigns all through Hollywood. You're like, you know, they spent like $10 million on that thing. It's pretty impressive. Uh, and, right. And so it would get a nomination even though nobody likes this movie, you know. <laughs> I almost feel like it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, they did the whole big thing. You know, this yeah. thing cost like $3 million bucks, you they know. put actors in planes. Yeah, they were up in the sky. It was wild. Uh, and, I, and I feel like it got that. It got the nomination and the win kind of on that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, yeah. Uh, setting a precedent that would continue for the next 90 years. Very often, it is just the most spectacular movie. It's the most movie. Right. Uh, I also do think, and I could be wrong, but my impression of the type of stories that people wanted to watch, you know, in early movie time mm-hmm. is that they wanted a very straightforward sort of maudlin kind of story yeah you know uh yeah um and this does that mm-hmm. so yeah I when guess... it when it bothers to remember it has a plot <laughs> yeah um as i can say oh yeah um like we were talking about um uh, with the 2000 with the 2017 movies uh kind of looking at them as as a time capsule of the year uh, what do you think you see in the, like in these movies all together that like uh, tells you? Uh, one thing that I noticed is that 
Uh, so many of them are about World War One, like at least half of them. Um, I thought it was only two of them. Wings. Uh, and seven, seven, seven. Seven. Well, also we. I mean, we watched a couple other movies. We watched oh, the, la- the Last Command, yeah. also mm-hmm. about World War One. No, that's about the Russian Revolution, which happened at the same time. <laughs> well, but it's not part of it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah no, it is. Yeah. It's all interconnected. Yeah, yeah they're like, uh, well, we better be winning the war so right. that uh, these revolutionaries don't uh, That's true. pop up. Yeah. And um, I think it's very interesting because the war was like almost a decade behind uh, behind us at that point. And, but it, it makes sense. It's like, it's like all of the, like the young 20-somethings who went to war and came back very changed. Mm-hmm. They were finally like in their... 30s and in a position to make movies and they're kind of making movies about their experiences finally i think this and is I, I that just reminded me of something just a little thing i wanted to interject about wings that i uh-huh. thought was hilarious which is okay. how uh the last battle makes jack's hair go gray yeah like <laughs> they're like he went to war a boy and came back a man and i was like did he though? Yeah. And then they show him, and like, and he's just got gray like all in the sides of yeah, his hair. Yeah, it's like the worst gray. Like, like you can right, see like the so, paint on his yeah. on his skin. Uh, it it yeah. looks terrible, yeah. and like, and he didn't have it before, and it's just yeah. It looks like a like, like a high schooler's Halloween costume yeah. of an old like, man. Are you trying to sell me that this is an adult? Because I'm not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. Th- I it does seem like quite a few of these movies uh, are about uh, the war experience. And even the ones that don't touch on it, like um, something like the the crowd, uh, it's very explicitly not about the war. But it almost right. seems like it's not a metaphor for the war. But it's it's like it's about uh, you know a guy like changing. I don't know. Maybe it's not about a war at all. Um, it's actually um, well, I guess it's it's almost it's weird just... that he doesn't go to war. Right. You know. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I don't, re- they don't ever give any reason for that. No, I don't think they yeah, even no, mention it at all. I don't think it I think comes they up. try to pretend that it doesn't. Well, it's also like, cause, um, that guy, King Vidor, his last movie, The Big Parade was a big World War One movie. And I think he just didn't want to do that mm. again. He, yeah. he wanted to look at, uh, you know, life from the other perspective. Yeah. But I also can't remember, uh, if the timeline would have lined up, you know, in, in the crowd for... Mm-hmm. For that character, for uh, for um, Johnny Sims to yeah. have gone to war, if he would have been too young, maybe he was a little bit too young. I don't know, but um, but I do think that's interesting. I also um, kind of looking at the the kinds of movies that people you know went to go or that the, the Academy valued. You were talking about like they you know the audiences wanted these like sappy maudlin movies mm-hmm. uh and it does seem but, to be the case it also you know but also oh, probably well, like the biggest movies of this year were probably like the circus and speedy and things mm-hmm. like that uh audiences love the comedies but right. uh but the academy it's guys got to be very serious right. you know mm-hmm. so they're picking these they're cherry picking the the stories that are like the most uh That's emotional true. you know and um you know i did say that about the the maudlin feels and stuff but you know a couple of these movies are cynical like uh the crowd mm-hmm. is cynical yeah. the racket is cynical mm-hmm. you know uh they're not going for the feel good emotions yeah. so so it's nice that they are that they are in there mm-hmm. even though they did not stand a chance because of that i think personally yeah 
Um, I'll say we uh, we also we watched a couple other movies uh, from this year to get a kind of get a, a little bit of a feel. It's hard to you know get a, a real sense of what things were like, but we watched uh, Charlie Chaplin's The Circus. We watched mm-hmm. The Jazz Singer, the big uh, talky. Uh, the first, the first talkie, even though they barely talkie at all. Right. <laughs> uh, and we watched uh, the Last Command, which won, uh, which was uh, starred Emil Yannings and won him the best actor, uh, along with another uh, another movie. And how do you think those movies stack up against the ones that were nominated for these awards? Oh. Uh, I would say personally that I think all three of them are better than Chang and the Racket. Even the Jazz Singer. Yeah, oh, actually, no, it well, is. Well, actually, you know what? No. The jazz uh, singer might not be better than the racket. Yeah. But. I, I, it's it's actually, it's less interesting than it's Chang. Less in, than, that's true. I was like, as I was about to say, it's better than Chang. I'm like, yeah. it's also less interesting than Chang. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, aside from the jazz singer, uh, I think The Last Command is great. I think that could have been uh, slotted into a unique and artistic production. Yeah, maybe. it was. It was. Well. It felt that way a little it bit. It doesn't do as much stylistically, though, as Yeah, that's as true. It's not as, like, adventurous do. as The Crowd or Sunrise. Yeah. Or even in its own separate way, Chang. Right. It's an adventurous in a literal sense. Yeah. Um, it's thematically very interesting mm-hmm. and artistic, I think. But, yeah. but I feel like those movies, the unique and artistic picture, have uh, in common more uh, directorial flourish. Yeah. Um... But I, I, I feel like it could have been slotted. Like, if this were, you know, the very next year where they would up it to five, I think that uh, all of those movies would have been nominated somehow, and they probably would have gotten rid of the... the I, I don't know how it worked. We're like, how did the racket get nominated? <laughs> I keep thinking about yeah. this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, it was produced by Howard Hughes. Maybe he just paid everybody a <laughs> lot of money. It's possible. I don't know. Uh, it's not. A, it's not a bad movie. It's no, just that, we shit on it really hard, yeah. but it's just. It's just not interesting. It's, yeah, and it's not as good as like the the last man. I I have heard this is a rumor, but I ke- I hear it repeated a lot. Maybe it's. I haven't found like a good source for this, but uh, the 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 scuttlebutt around Hollywood at the time was that uh, Charlie Chaplin's The Circus. When the uh, initial ballots came in, uh, it got nominations for uh, Best Actor, right. Best Director, Best Screenplay, and Best Picture, all for Charlie Chaplin. Yes, I And heard this. the Academy was like, this is maybe a bad look for the very first one. We're trying to celebrate, you know, studio movie making, and here's this one guy who does it all himself. And uh, and so he was removed and given an honorary Oscar right. just for making a, a heck of a movie. We talk and, about this in our the circus episode. Yes, well, that is not a thing that is released to the public yet. So I know, I was but it. but that's that content that you can pay us money for. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll get into that a little bit at the end of the <laughs> the, the episode. Um, but yeah, so that's the rumor. Uh, perhaps if that is the case, then uh, that maybe that would have uh, gotten in instead of the racket. I think that's possible. Yeah, yeah. I can see that easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 1927 and 1928. That's the first Oscars, I think, unless you have anything else to say about them in general. Um, uh, nope. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm very I'm very happy that we did this. Yeah. I, I think I found it very interesting, even though uh, it, it got to be a bit much 
you know, towards the end, we watched, uh, was it, we watched nine silent movies uh, all in a row. Yep. And and it was a bit much, but I do think that, uh, I I feel like I learned a bit about uh, movies of the time and the time of the time. I feel like I learned a little bit about uh, old Hollywood and just uh, what people were interested in in, Mm -hmm. in, uh, 1927. Um, I feel like, uh, I wouldn't want to do this all the time, but since we have done exactly two, uh, years, how do you feel the movies of 2017, <laughs> uh, stack up against the movies of 1927? I mean, they're better. Um, some of them are. <laughs> some of them are. No, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm never going to say that. You know, they're unilaterally better. Like, yeah. Darkest Hour is never going to be better than Sunrise. Yeah, you know, I... In like, any universe or any timeline. <laughs> I am... I, I feel like there's there's two... There's often two very competing schools of thought, which are the people that just uh, love... The, the people that love movies but think that, like, you know, movies keep getting better every year and they're like, why even bother watching old movies when, like, we keep learning more about movies and how to make movies better. And so movies just keep getting better. And then there's the people who are like, but these, these old movies, they're old and they're great. And I don't think a movie is great just because it's old and it was nominated for best picture. Although you do think a movie is automatically interesting because it's old. So that's a I bad mean, example. I'm interested in basically every movie ever made, <laughs> uh, in one way or another. Um, but well, I, I love to watch old movies, but I also, I want, I mean, uh, I feel like there's a school of thought that where you you have to put these movies in perspective. You have to watch them in the right frame of mind. Like, right. oh, it was a different time. Technology was different. It, you know, they're not going to be as you know technologically uh, advanced as the movies of 2017. Obviously, uh, and storytelling conventions were different, and acting was different. Um, and I do think you have to take those things into account to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. also. Uh, at the end of the day, I think I'm watching movies to be entertained, and uh, whatever is going to be the most entertaining is, is going to win out. I think so. I f- uh, I I feel like I'm wa- I watch these old movies uh, through that lens, sort of where I where you know I watch them knowing that they're going to be uh, imperfect, but. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea where I'm going with this. That's okay. I understand what you're saying. I feel like this also, you know, because I'm glad that we did this too and I enjoyed several of these movies. It also helped me realize my limitations in uh, movie watching and I want to be better about it, but I don't know how to to, um, change the fact that I respond to, you know, colors and dialogue. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, I feel like when uh, people talk, I don't fall asleep as much. You know, you know, not as to, much. Yes, uh, not to uh, psychoanalyze a little bit uh, too much, but I I feel like uh, you know we we bring different things to this podcast. I'm right. always here with the the uh, the facts and the, the <laughs> historical context, like anybody cares. And you're like, yeah, good movie. You're like, no, nah, I didn't like it. It was too old. Uh, you know, I uh, never said anything was. No, too I old. know, I know. Uh, and I'm not even I'm not even trying to make fun of it. We have different perspectives when it comes to watching movies. Right. Like I, 
Uh, I'm also, uh, you know, fascinated by I'm, history. I am the, also in it for the entertainment, but yeah. but we find different things entertaining. Yeah, uh, and I think I maybe do lean a bit more towards like trying to get in the right frame of mind to watch a movie from the old times, you right. know. Um, but I, I think want that, to do that. That's I know. what I'm saying. But I think our our sensibilities mixed together, it kind of makes. This thing where I, I, you know, I if this podcast could do anything, I would I wish it could encourage people to watch movies that are this fucking old, you right. know. Uh, uh, but also, I think that uh, we talk about them just like they're movies from now. Yeah. Uh, we try to. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like too often when people talk about the jazz singer, they're talking about, oh, well, it was a very important that, you know, yep. that all these things happen. And, I'm, and we talk about it. We're like, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. This movie is boring. Uh, and yeah, um, so I guess to get back to the original thing, I think that uh, two two or three of these movies, I feel like uh, Sunrise and The Crowd, and to a lesser extent Seventh Heaven. Although I know you would put those in different order, I feel like those could go up against any movie made today. I mean, um, I even though. It's like I said, I certainly would recommend uh, I would recommend them to people who are who are just interested in film. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing, even though I like Seventh Heaven the best, I don't know that I would I would just recommend it across the board mm-hmm. to people who just like movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like you have to like particular types of movies and then I'm like and then I would be like, Oh hey, I watched this this old movie and I liked it a lot, you should mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, I, I think it's tough. I feel like if we'd started with a different, like if we had watched the movies of 2018 first uh, and then we're comparing them with 27, I'd be like, 27 kind of wins. Movies are bad now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, movies were a mistake. Yeah. Um, but 2017, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Some Stone Cold classics in there. I think uh, out of these two years, I think Sunrise is just my number one across the board. That's fair. Um. But close second is Call Me By Your Name. You know, mm. uh, you know, I feel like the two of them have a very, uh, not like a similar feel. Yeah, they're definitely not about the same aspects of, of love and no, romance no. and stuff. But uh, I, f- but yeah, they have a, they have a similar like, like emotional right. like connection. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. you you're you're really sort of put into the emotional mindset of the main characters. Yeah, uh, at different times. Uh, and then, you know, sometimes uh, a guy just, you know, gets a shave and, <laughs> and you know, hang out and uh, <laughs> throw balls at a pig. Yep, exactly. And and sometimes you just, you just dance in a club, you yeah. know? Exactly, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, is, is there anything else to say about uh, these movies? The first Academy Awards or the 90th Academy Awards together? Um... Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I feel fine. like I, every time you ask me something like that, I feel like we should just cut it out because it's always just going to be like a long silence while yeah. I try to collect my thoughts. Well, and I'll definitely cut out anything. the silence. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. No, I uh, movies are great and people should watch them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, I'm sure all of you out ho- at home or in your cars or on your way to work. Uh, <laughs> I could just go on listing all the different scenarios in which when people listen to, podcasts. listen to a podcast. Yeah, but I won't do that. 
Um, you all might be wondering uh, what's next because we didn't. We probably should have announced it a while ago. I yeah, don't know. we we fully intended to. We're gonna be better about li- yeah. uh, announcing them ahead of time. Yeah, so uh, so well, everybody can watch along. Yeah. So um, I think today, we're, why don't we announce the next two? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so next, we okay. So we did the 90th Academy Awards. We just did the first Academy Awards. Well, what? Where else do you go? How about right smack dab in the middle? We're doing the 45th Academy Awards. Hell yes. Yes. Uh, and I should have had this in front of me. The movies that are nominated that year. <laughs> uh, the 45th Academy Awards, 1972. Uh, the movies are Cabaret, Deliverance, The Emigrants, Sounder, and the winner, The Godfather. That's right. We're doing The Godfather right now. <laughs> we're getting it out of the way. We're doing the the all time greatest movie according to you know some yeah according some, to people who aren't us yeah who aren't us <laughs> spoilers for this episode it's good. that hasn't come yet it's a good movie uh, it's it's good it's fine it's a it's a very good movie I just don't think it's the best movie I think it's fine. Uh, well, we also haven't watched it in a while. We, we haven't watched it in a while. Again, we're we going to watch like, it again. This movie yep. fucking rules. Who knows? Yep. Uh, that's what it's all about. That's true. So yeah, those movies, um, Cabaret, Deliverance, The Emigrant Sounder, The Godfather, those movies are all available to rent on Amazon Prime at the very least. I think most of them are available on every other platform that is available. I think Sounder is only available to rent on Amazon. Okay. Uh, Last time I had checked, uh, Cabaret was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. I don't think that it is. I think Deliverance is on Netflix okay. right now, though. Um, last time I checked, I thought that was the only one that was on Netflix, but okay. I don't know. Um, this was a while ago that yeah. I looked, though. Uh, but you might be wondering what we're doing after 1972. After that, uh, there's really going to be, I think, no rhyme or reason to... Well, we have a very specific formula. That's true. We want to try to you know, spread the wealth, spread the love, uh, get like one movie from each decade uh, going uh, equally, and represent everything equally in our own weird way right. as we jump around. Uh, and so next up, uh, we're, we're going uh, forward in time a little bit to the 1990s. Yeah. And we did... I picked this year just because it seems like an awesome year. 1994. Yep. That is uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, The Shawshank Redemption, and the winner, Forrest Gump, which I've never seen. I've seen all the other movies. Uh, this is the only year where I saw all of the movies when they came out. Yeah, on video. well, I was yep. uh, way too young to yep. do that. Or I guess it's probably not the only one, but it was certainly the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I would say I've seen four of these movies and, uh, two of them are really good and two of them rule. Yeah. Uh, you'll find out which ones those are, uh, when we, when we get there. I, I feel like the way you said, yeah, I feel like you might've been thinking of two different movies that rule (laughs) and two different movies that are pretty good. I don't know. We'll We'll find find out. out. Yeah. Um, but I guess that is. I was. No, I, I, I smirked because I was going to say, and then there's Forrest Gump. Yeah, which I haven't. I, I haven't seen it, so I can't uh, say. Uh, we'll find out. Maybe, maybe I'll really like Forrest Gump. I don't think I'm going to. No, though. I, I haven't know. seen it in uh, 25 years yeah, I don't know. Or, so, or whatever. So we'll find out. Yep. Uh, that's that's not going to be for six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, See? actually, well, we're not going to watch Forrest Gump for like 12 weeks or something like that. That's so long. It is. So well, far away. I know, but like we can't, we can't just watch one. We gotta, we gotta get ahead of ourselves. Here yeah, right. Bit. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, stop listening to this part. Yeah. Um, 
well, that's it. Uh, I hope, um, oh, and uh, all of those movies are just, you know, just rent them anywhere. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't imagine if it's it very hard anybody, to watch. Yeah, we can try to, like, get information about this, put it on Twitter. But, yeah, I feel but like... But also, you're all just might as good Prime, at Googling as we are, yeah. to be honest. Like, so... Yeah. Um, but I guess that is it for this episode. Uh, that's it for Wings... That's it for uh, the 1927 28 Academy Awards. I got through this entire episode without making a reference to the American television sitcom <laughs> Wings, which I enjoy a lot more than the movie <laughs> Wings. I mean, that's totally fair. Yeah. Uh, we didn't uh, mention until we were conversing about it when we posted the episode that in the Seventh Heaven episode, we made zero references to the American television program Seventh Heaven. Yeah. I uh, didn't partly even... because I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was absolutely not my thing at all. Nope. It's all like Jesus-y, right? At least somewhat. Isn't yeah. he like a He's pastor? like a pastor and he has the, seven the guy, kids. The guy so who the in, in real life uh, molested yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, what a note to leave this uh, episode on. Um, yeah, cut that out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, please, please rate us on iTunes. <laughs> leave a review, something, anything. It like people somehow that helps. I don't know how, but like if you have enough ratings, they'll like try. Like iTunes will like promote you a little bit. They'll say like. Ooh, popular this week, and we'll get like down there, all the way down at the bottom, like yep. in a very small corner. Uh, or you know, maybe if we get some ratings, uh, we'll appear higher in searches for Oscar podcasts above some other ones, which shall not be named, uh, that have very similar titles and prefaces to this one, and may or may not still exist. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't certainly know. less regularly than this one. Okay, we're the most regular Oscar uh, Best Picture podcast <laughs> so far. So far, we'll see. Um, please leave us a review or rate us, uh, or preferably both. Um, follow us on Twitter at nominees pod. Uh, you can find the show directly at nominesword.podbean.com. Uh, oh yeah. Email us at nominees pod, uh, at gmail.com. I would love to read something on air, uh, rather than just uh, rambling at the end of an episode, you know, um, <laughs> We also were on Instagram yep, at Nominees, at Nominees Pod. Pod. Uh, I promise if anybody follows it, I will actually post something. Yeah, uh, I, I've been I, skipping these 20s ones. I don't know what to post about yeah, the 20s ones. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I got to... I, 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 I guess think, I should have posted something about Sunrise because it looks great. Yeah, I think this week I am going to uh, maybe do a little nested Twitter thread. Uh, I feel like I'm always... Uh, planning to do like show notes basically like mm-hmm. uh, links to things I reference in episodes and maybe I'll just do a big long one for all of the 20s things that I sure. forgot to do something like that I'll have to remember um, um, but that's it except for our uh, big announcement right yeah uh, drum roll please except don't do it it sounds really awful on mic we have a Patreon you might be saying to yourself Mike, Jenny Nobody listens to the show. Exactly. You, and you have you, almost no regular you listeners. Would be, you would be pretty close to correct. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you might have all also heard that uh, Patreon was changing their rules. And if you wanted uh, the old pricing plan, you needed to sign up by a certain date. So we did it. So we and did so it. Now so, we have a Patreon. If yep. you uh, enjoy this show so much that you want to spend $5 a month supporting us, 
uh, we would be eternally grateful, but uh, you don't just get uh, a nice warm feeling inside for supporting us. You also uh, get, we are planning uh, bonus episodes, many of which we have already recorded. Yep. You know, we're... Yeah, couple of which. Uh, you know, we have been watching every movie nominated for Best Picture. I think that gives you an interesting view of movies that year, but it doesn't give you the complete view. Uh, the Academy can be sort of myopic sometimes, forget sort of some movies. Uh, so we wanted to watch a couple movies every year that weren't nominated for Best Picture but were very acclaimed, usually ones that... Uh, were nominated for a lot of other Oscars or ones that just got a lot of uh, Oscar buzz but never really took off. Well, uh, not that specifically. There's a different podcast. I mean, that's a... Yes. <laughs> but, well, yeah, we didn't do an episode on that. I, I thought... We haven't what, done one yet, yeah. at least. But we but we were talking about it. Yeah. We might do it. Uh, and then some months, sometimes, uh, uh, another movie that I already love came out that year and I want to talk <laughs> about it. And so we're going to do that. So every... Every month, for $5 a month, uh, you get... Uh, we haven't figured out how many episodes. It no, depends how many movies we watch. But I would say you get at least 90 minutes of bonus content uh, a month. Whether that's two episodes or four episodes. It depends. It'll be different every week. And uh, uh, as threatened slash promised... Uh, you know, we did way back when have a request for the four-hour drunk version of "Call Me by Your Name." Yes, and if if you're serious about that, we we would absolutely put that on the Patreon, yes, so that you could uh, listen to it or don't, as you will. Please don't. Yes, uh, and there's I a also, reason we didn't release it. Yeah, I still have to edit it down to something that's listenable. I can't release the four-hour raw audio because no. <laughs> we will get put in jail. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's true, but no. that's that's a nice bit. Yeah, um, and there's also I've uh, I've been saving some of the choicest uh, tangents that I can't keep in an episode uh, in a big old file, and uh, maybe I'll release some of those someday in in some other form. Either way, you get you're gonna get some bonus audio content. Is is the long and short of it? Yep. Uh, that's gonna be five dollars a month. The first. Bonus episode has not been posted yet. No, because we literally just did this. Patreon yeah, we, because we had to. Yeah, we we just did this. So if if you uh, if you uh, subscribe for five dollars a month, uh, stuff might not happen for the first week or two. But rest assured, uh, this will be a thing. Going yeah, on. and I'm pretty sure um, we could set it up so you wouldn't get charged until we start like actually posting things. Yeah, anyway. something like that. Well, so we'll figure. We'll it look out. into it. Yeah. So uh, head on over to patreon.com slash nominees pod for uh, all of that bonus stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, please do that. Please give us all the money that you possibly can. Uh, We're money monsters now. Yes. Uh, this uh, this podcast takes up uh, way more of my time than I thought it was going to originally. I thought we just would talk and then I wouldn't have to do anything to that and I would just be able to put it online. Uh, but I have to edit it. I have to... Um, actually, that's basically it. I have to edit it, but it takes a really long time. Uh, this podcast is produced and edited solely by me, Mike Frollo. Um, and uh, I would like... Uh, it would be nice to get paid f to do that <laughs> because uh, it kind of takes time away that I could be making money doing other things. That's true. Um, but... Even if you don't give us money, I'm still happy that you're listening. 
Uh, That's true. We yeah. really are. Yeah. We're, not, we're not insincere yeah. about that. No, we really appreciate it. We yeah. have a, a small but consistent following, That's I would nice. say, I think, based on uh, listener numbers. And I appreciate uh, everybody that's downloaded an episode so far, that's listened to them. If there's anybody listening every single week, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but uh, but See, thank you for doing it. I feel it anyway. like you do that every time. Every time you're like, oh, thank you for listening. I don't know why you're doing that. You know what? Be proud. Take yeah. take you know take it in. Feel good. You're right. Like, I do. I I feel good. Okay. When I when I remember that people actually listen to this, I feel good. Uh, then the rest of the week, I'm just, uh, uh, in a bunker, in a bunker was, yeah, with, full of yet. anxiety and self-doubt. And, right. uh, uh, but then sometimes we watch movies. Yeah. Yep. That part's good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which we announced, uh, the next miniseries, I think next week is going to be Cabaret. <sighs> yeah. So I think for, for now, I'm probably doing them in like alphabetical order. Okay. That seems smart. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the first miniseries, uh, was weird cause we just, uh, we just watched them all out yeah. of order. Well, also, the- uh, I, I feel like when we did the first one, we also put off watching the ones that we had already seen until yeah. last. We watched all the ones we hadn't seen mm-hmm. yet first. Um, you know, now with these other ones, uh, n- pretty much none of them will be movies that we've literally just watched. Like yeah. we had those. So we won't have that problem. Yeah. So we'll just do yeah. them in alphabetical order. That seems nice. And, uh, right. uh, you know, of course, the best picture winner uh, comes last. So next week is Cabaret and uh, get hype yeah i'm excited i've never seen it before okay great yep. uh saw that other fossey movie all that jazz i have to imagine this movie is not all that jazz um it's not uh but nothing is no um, uh, but i can't wait to that I, we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna get to talk about all that jazz at some point uh I'm, I'm, a couple years from now or something yeah one day one day um but yeah that's it uh once again, if you have any ideas uh, for something I should say at the end of an episode, please tell me because uh, it's it's a struggle every single time it's to end true. an episode. Yep. Um. Damn it! I thought I was gonna come up with something clever that time. Yeah, I know. Um. Later, Gators. I have no idea. No, that was what awful. if we just say laters? Laters. No. Yeah. As soon say, as it was out of my mouth, I was like, no. We just say later. I mean, uh, yeah, like, it comes from a movie. Later. We say, Yeah. We say, it comes from a movie we did. And uh, let's see. It. It's yep. clean. Simple. Drop drop the <laughs> zuh. It's cleaner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. um, later. Later.